0: Welcome to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about The Element of Water. Water flows from high in the mountains. Water runs deep in the earth. Miraculously, water comes to us and sustains all life. These words from Buddhist writer Thich Nhat Hanh remind us of the essential life-sustaining and life-affirming nature of water. As a physical element, all life forms are dependent upon it. Our bodies are composed mostly of water, which flows in our bodies as blood, urine, saliva, tears, perspiration, and is exhaled with each breath. Each cell in our bodies is filled with water. We are, in actuality, bodies of water. And evolutionary science has shown that our bodies evolved from life forms that came from the waters of the oceans, making water our original home. We also perceive water to be a mystical element. Our very humanness is defined by these qualities, for we are emotional and intuitive beings, as well as physical entities. Like our emotions, which can shift from moment to moment, water is changeable. It is the most changeable of all the elements. Sometimes it's liquid, as in lakes or rain. Sometimes it's frozen, like ice or hail. At times, it's vapor, like steam or fog. And like our emotions, which respond to any number of external influences, water is also the most responsive of all the elements. The form that water takes depends entirely upon its environment. Water will be frozen, liquid, or vapor depending on temperature. Gravity pulls on water, making it flow downhill. The moon pulls the ocean waters and the seas respond with tides. The sun's heat evaporates water and lifts it into clouds. And the path and shape water takes responds to the land forms it encounters. Rivers and streams seek the path of least resistance over the land. Fog fills low-lying areas. Glaciers scrape ponderously around ancient mountains as they make their way to the sea. Cultures from around the world have translated water's physical and mystical properties into mythologies that explain how life came from water. People noticed that the rhythmic movement of water produced solid matter, like butter being churned from milk. In the pools of mountain streams, the churning produced by water tumbling over rocks creates foam. In Algonquin legend, there is a story about a woman who bathed in just such a pool and became impregnated by the foam. The pounding of the ocean surf creates foam that gets pushed up the beach. In Aztec tradition, the creative power of sea-churned foam was embodied by their sea and childbirth goddess, a whose name means Woman Who Makes the Waves Churn. The Greek goddess Aphrodite was often called foam-born, and the nine wave maidens of Norse lore kept up the constant wave motion of the sea that turned the world mill, continuously churning out the substance of life. Even the rhythmic motion of a woman's pelvis in belly dancing was thought to churn a fetus from the waters in the uterus. There are more water goddesses worldwide than any other type of goddess, so widely have, have uh, reverenced the element of water and identified it with the, go- the mother goddess. All bodies of water were gendered female, and there were no male sea gods until after societies became patriarchal. Interestingly, the name of the Greek sea god Poseidon was originally Posidea, a Minoan sea goddess. Our word marine comes from the name of the primordial Sumerian mother goddess, Mara, whose name meant great sea. From Mara came Mariamni, the Semitic mother sea goddess, and eventually Mary, the Christian mother of God. And all the great rivers of the world were named for goddesses, such as the Ganges in India and the Danube in Europe. But despite our utter dependence on water, and our historic deep reverence for it, we of the modern world are not taking very good care of water. Our oceans are polluted with mercury, oil spills, and vast tracts of floating garbage. Many of our rivers and lakes are contaminated by mercury from coal-fired industry, so that there is sometimes a limit on the number of fish we can consume from them. In many places, Our groundwater is polluted by industrial waste, fracking and open pit mining, causing illness, death and environmental degradation. If we are to honor the element of water, we must do so with our words and actions, not just in our hearts. We must join together by community, by region and as a nation, to protect this most vital and sacred element. In the words of Thich Nhat Hanh, flows over these hands. May I use them skillfully to preserve our precious planet. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.